You hear me? Yep. Cool. Coming in in five, four, three, two. Song call. <laughs> that's, that's I forgot all about <laughs> that. Uh, no, no. That shit really Oh, that was a good intro, man. That shit really worked out, too. That was it. Hearing Imagine that back wall had me dying. That had me dying. That had me dying. All right. That was good. Ha ha. Let's get this started before it actually happens again. <laughs> All right. Five, four, that's three. Dude. Chill out. <laughs> And welcome to the Otaku Collective Podcast. I'm your host today, Zoe, and I'm here with, I can actually say today, my fleet, Josh and Zoe. How y'all boys doing? Whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, my fleet didn't sound good. My no, brothers no, 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 my no, that's not, not, that's, not, that's not it, that's not it. You said I'm here with my fleet, Josh and Zoe. I'm like, I know, I tell it. You I, play? Yeah. I, I, I said that how I said it. It came out. But, like, if you look at the context of it, my fleet, because if, if, if we were part of the same fleet, which we might not be, I forgot. I did think I'll about that. Sure. But, I mean, I think I want to, I'm trying to create a fleet to be used more. Like, instead of saying you with your crew, you with your gang. What if someone oh, saying I'm well, with my fleet? But, but, but a fleet is, is a gang of crews. Fair. It's like a, a collective of oh look there. It's a collective of different groups all coming together. So that's not how that works. We're we're, we're not three separate groups. We're, th- we're three I mean, individuals. In our own way, you have your friends, you might have mine, Seth has his. So stop, bring... stop, stop trying to make this work. Also, you just gonna disrespect Seth like that? You still ain't said Seth's name. I did. I said he was Josh and Seth. No, you said here with Josh oh and Zoe. God, I said Josh and that's, Zoe. That's the whole point of me bringing this shit up. What the fuck? <laughs> Can we redo it? <laughs> Can I speak now? Am I being addressed this, to? At this point, yeah, let's yeah. just... Uh, no, no, no. no. We're keeping the shit. All, fuck you, First baby. of all, yeah, yeah. First of all, hello, people. We're back again. I'm Josh. He's You're... Zoe, unfortunately. And, and here goes Seth. Seth, say hello to the people. Hello, hello. Oh, man. Anyway, so now you can continue. Dang, I, I know. Man. You just did the whole hosting job. So, well, well we had I wanted to hit, talk with my boys today. That's why I wasn't um, saying first shit off, the first 45 seconds. <laughs> I heard that. I heard. I was like, why are you so quiet? Um, How's everybody doing? Everybody weekend went how they wanted. Yeah, my you weekend know. was lit. My weekend was lit. Yeah, okay. my boy John was in town. He was just on the last episode. Shout out, John! Got to see, got to see my little nephew, Manny, baby. Manny was on oh. another episode of ours. So yeah, hung out with the boys. We played Smash, played Mario Party, all the cool stuff. Ah, oh, that's cool, man. That's dope. How long has it been since you've been able to see John in person? Uh, one year ago, last year, literally. Okay, okay. Because I know that y'all do like a fantasy draft or try to do it in person every year. Yeah, but I, I couldn't go to Vegas because shit happened. 
yeah. And, and then, so yeah, I saw John literally a year ago this time last year. Gotcha. Okay. Cool. Let's go, man. Um, my Cowboys lost today to the Cardinals. Tragic. Tough. My Dolphins dropped seventy. My my Colorado lost lost yesterday. My. Okay. Okay. Right. Stop okay. It. Stop it. This is anyway. this is Black America's team right now, Josh. You're supposed to be yeah. part of it too. Uh, no, I only root for one college football team, and that is the LSU Tigers. We won our game yesterday. Yes, y'all did barely. Boy, that game was off. Y'all had to fight against against some pigs. Yeah, well, that's our rivalry game. We just, I know, we I know. We three for some reason. <laughs> y'all, y'all had to, y'all had to fight against. I don't against know what the fuck that was about. I was like, we God. haven't beat them in forever, so I, I'll, I'll take it. Hey, but isn't it? Yeah, I, I want to say this win. on the pod now, so it can be documented. Isn't it scary though? Like, th- like there's a chance that Colorado and Bama could go to a bowl game against each other. Like, because um, Bama, because Bama's not getting in the playoffs this year. I think we can go ahead. No, nah, because I think I think Colorado could beat them. Be no, I, 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 I'm scared to even say that out loud on here. I'm not gonna do that, so it won't. But yeah, that's it's just really a. It's this could be a year unless you could come back up and sneak in, man. Y'all can sneak in there. Bama, we gonna we gonna win the we gonna win we'll the division. Back there. In the top ten. This week. yeah yeah I could say no that. they're not it, it came out but they in the playoffs. Oh, oh it came, came out, out already. Yeah it's already out. The they're AP? not. Oh. Yeah. Dang oh well dang. You gonna come out Sunday morning? I thought it came out Monday morning. I don't know why. I think no, it too, but it's because we I think because of the news thing like we report what is. Happened in it on Monday, really more so than. Okay. I think they do Bama do it on went Sunday. One spot to twelve. Yeah, it's Georgia, Michigan, Texas, Ohio State. That's the top four. Yep. Oh, they fell out. Oh, damn! Colorado ain't in there no more. It was fun while it lasted, I guess. Still they'll, black. They'll American get back team. in by the end of the season, I think. Still black American team. But they gonna have yeah. to win like two more games in a row before without. Oh yeah, definitely. They no, definitely. Back in. No, and now that I'm looking at everyone's records, yeah, it would be stupid if they was in there. Man, but yeah, nah, man. Texas held out. So, yeah, pretty cool weekend. Ever since I've really been off weekend, Saturdays have been my day to kind of just let football take my life, and it's it's been fun. So, and then, you you know, watch a little NFL, relax Sunday. So, I'm getting the hang of, my, of, of Saturday and Sundays now. I'm starting to see how normal people do their thing. So, I had a cool weekend. You know what I'm saying? Got to touch some grass, as Josh. I mean, as Seth says. But yeah, that's good to hear. Um, part of your weekend, though, Seth. Maybe the reason why your weekend is going to start off so today. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You did it. You did not. But you did something even better. You expanded your mind and added a new show to your list of shows you've seen in your lifetime. And that just so happens to as well be the same topic that we're here today. You the already know this was coming. Last week. Yep, you and already knew this was this coming. Week. They knew this episode was coming the day the announcement came out. And yeah. here we are today. One Piece live action, Netflix, Tomorrow Studios. Here to break everything down, talk about the details, what we liked, what we didn't like. Because as you all know, we're some real One Piece fans and we try to really like take you know, our criticism serious, especially things we really like that we really get into. Um, 
And yeah, so I, I but I think it's more going to be constructive criticism. I don't think this is going to be a real, you know, bash fest, but definitely some ups and downs, some likes and dislikes, and just here to break it down with everyone today, man. Thank y'all for coming. Let's get it. Um, there's so much we could go with, but I think we'll just start with something real simple. We'll start with like the main cast, the five, six straw hats. Um, we'll talk about some highlights. Let's talk about the highlights. Let's start. Well, how, I mean, I have a, a lot question of, as well. Go initial reaction first. Yeah. Okay. Sure. That was going to be some of the road that I went down as well. We can do initial reaction. But then I also was like, how long, like, minutes, episodes, however long, right? Did it set in to be like, okay, like, this is Luffy. Okay, this is, like, I, Na- Nami. Okay. Um, so, initial reaction for me was, like, uh, pleasantly surprised. Uh, I, I remember uh, it came out the 31st of August, and I want, I want to say I had just talked to John, and John was like, I'm not hopping into court tonight. So I was like, all right, cool. Well, I know what I'm doing. Caught up first episode, hit play, and, and at first I was like, ah, okay. Because I, I saw Shanks' actor as a, as a younger person, and I was like, meh, I don't, I don't know about this. Um, but I don't know, seeing Gold Rogers execution and all that, uh, it seemed like the way it developed. I, I I wasn't mad at it, and then obviously as the show progressed, it got better. Uh, obviously, they took a lot of civil liberties, which we'll get into in a minute, uh, that I didn't necessarily like, but I didn't hate it either. Cause I was like, obviously, you know, every adaptation has some differences, just the way it is. Like the differences between anime and manga do that sometimes, but over, overall. A pretty pretty solid job. I, I I wasn't upset at any point majorly. Like it was it was small stuff for sure, but I I was very pleasantly surprised. I'll say. I would say same. I was very happy with like the first like twenty thirty minutes forty minutes because the first episode was a little bit longer than all the other episodes. I think the first episode was maybe like an hour ten, whereas the others were like maybe fifty-five minutes, fifty minutes, an hour long, things like that, right? And I legitimately felt like I was like I I checked the time multiple times. I was like, it, this feels way longer than an hour. And you know that feeling whenever you're watching like a really good anime episode. And it's like, damn, it's 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 gone already, kind of thing. Or like, man, that felt like way longer of an episode than it actually was. That was amazing. That's the feeling I had with the first episode of the One Piece live action. I was like, this like, it probably took me like ten minutes or so with Luffy, but like, okay, like, I feel like he's really nailing this right now in terms of like the way that he's portraying Luffy right now. And I'm like, this, this is promising. And I binged it. I have watched, I watched all eight episodes in the last 24 hours. I am a binge watcher. Everybody knows this. But yeah, uh, first impression of the first episode was that it was really good. And obviously the rest of the, the, the episodes didn't disappoint. Okay. Um, I was very, impressed 
at first. But I think originally, so I saw, and I think I guess I went a little biased because I I got to see an interview that Oda had with the guy who portrayed Luffy in Inaki. Inaki. Yeah. Um, he basically said when he saw Inaki, he started laughing. And I feel like One Piece live action coming out the same time as Gear 5 makes it easier for you to understand what Oda's trying to portray instead of us having to figure out like we've been trying to figure out for years. Like, the essence of Luffy is who he is from what we've seen recently in the anime and in the manga with Gear 5, Sun God, Nika, um, him being a a a kind of like disappearance of a disappearance of like hate and more into like laughter, love, positive energy. Like if if Luffy's around, you should be laughing at some point. So I based my depiction of Luffy off is he making me laugh? And I can tell you at some point I laughed in every episode. So that really was like a big thing for me with like as far as characters, like um especially knowing the essence of who Luffy is now. I'm like, okay, since we know now what his essence is, let's and we're going all the way back to the beginning, let us see the little mini details we miss because like there's people who've recently seen the Gear Five stuff and they forgot what even happened in the first twenty episodes of One Piece. And this was kind of like a thing to say, oh, so this is like to connect the two. To where like you understand really what Luffy's character portrays, and I really enjoyed that. I remember laughing con- like not consistently, but like a lot. And then when it was a serious moment, that was probably the only thing I feel like they got still work on is like his serious moments, because like it's it, it's hard to switch from ha ha laughter to I'm not playing right now. But that's like the next stage I would like for them to kind of work on with him. Other than that, when he's in like his goofy Luffy stage, he's that he's perfect. And for the most part, Luffy's goofy for the most part of One Piece, so it kind of fits, but um, yeah, so first impression was really like, you know, Gold Roger came on the screen looking ugly. I was like, he shouldn't look pretty. He looked like a pirate. You saw all the little subtle characters in the audience, and I liked that added in because that scene right there where they had, you saw Mihawk and like all the little people who were there, we didn't get to see that till Wano. Like, we didn't really know, like, people would say in the show, oh, I was there when when Crocker, like, Gold Roger got, you know, killed. But we didn't see physically until you got to Wano when they went back and saw Gold Roger's thing. So it was cool to, like, for a new One Piece person, they off-rip saw Mihawk there. So when they see Mihawk later, they're like, oh, shit. He's been that guy since Roger was alive because he was there at the execution. Like, it kind of those subtleness in there. Um... I was kind of a little taken back by Kobe because I felt like like they really tried to find someone really timid. They tried to find the most timid because when they, when you look at the picture they gave of who's playing Kobe, they look pretty cool. And I was like, okay, they don't look too like Kobe-ish, but we'll see. And they really did it. They really played Kobe really well on like the tip of like, I was getting pissed. Like, why is Kobe acting like a bitch? And I was like, I forgot. This is Kobe. This is what he's supposed to be like. So the emotion was getting pulled in. Um, I think really when we got to see a little bit of, like, Nami and Zoro is when it started coming together for me. I started feeling like I'm watching One Piece. 
Because with the Kobe and Luffy interaction, I mean, that was like episode one. But then it's like by the time we added in Nami and, and Zoro, even though that was like just episode two and three, it started feeling like we were getting to like episode 10. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, I started feeling the progression, like move on faster. And that was really cool because I was like, all right, y'all only got 10 episodes. So eight. Was it eight? Okay, my bad. I'm thinking of episodes. another show. No, you're right. I'm thinking of another show I'm, I'm watching. So it was only eight episodes. So y'all have to fit in. So my impression in the beginning was they're going to end with Logtown. Like, I thought this season was going to end with Logtown. I'm like, you got eight episodes to get from here no, to Logtown. No. No, but I mean, I'm just going off first impressions. I, I, like, I, I, I agree with Zoe. I, I figured it was going to uh, end with Logtown. Yeah, it made the most. Like, it, said, at least showing up and like landing. And yes, being like, like, like right, that'll be yeah. the finale. Yeah. Because they, they told I, us that Dragon had a character. Did you ever see Dragon? No. Yeah, but they told us Dragon's character had been casted. So that kind of led me to think that as well. Like I Dragon's character. I feel that. So I like, just never thought that with eight episodes it was going past Arlon Park. No, fair. And, and I agree with you. If we're thinking logically, yeah, but when you hear someone says Dragon has been casted, where else did you see Dragon? When did we ever... We only saw him once I mean, I mean, if you really think about that, right, I was thinking, okay, eight episodes... Probably sixty-ish anime episodes, maybe sixty-five-ish. No, it's about which is 60, what they did. Right. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I liked it. And I really, I really. So that's why, I like, going on first impression, they got me because I really thought it was gonna go for a longer time. But you know, yeah, first impressions. You know what I'm saying? I mean, like, that's just going even, in. even if it was sixty episodes, they're in a the grand line at that point. Yeah, at that point when they they was mm. in, yeah. Yeah, no, the East Blue yeah. Arc finished them, up. They them, finished the East Blue Arc, bro. Them walking up and stuff like that? I could have swore them walking up was, like, episode, like, maybe 48. Oh, right, because Usopp has the duel with Daddy, like, episode 50. I watched that randomly the other day. It was just it was just on Facebook. So I just watched the whole episode. No, they're, 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 but episode 71 of One Piece, they're literally in Little Garden. That's that first little bit flies by, bro. So I one hundred percent was expecting them to like get to the grand line at the end of the season. Oh, that's true. That's true. Yeah, and that made the most sense to me. I was just like, all right, cool. Because the the only thing that I figured would take more than an episode a piece would be Arlong Park and maybe the Barati, and I was right. Yeah. So they covered Every, everything 40, else flies by. They covered forty five episodes then, right? Yeah. Yeah. If that, more like 42. Because I want to well, say they landed in Logtown by like episode 47. Like uh, f- episode 44 is setting out with a smile. So it's them leaving Arlong Park. Is episode 44. Like them, okay, yeah, them like, doing their goodbyes and, and, they, yeah, and they still had and to stuff like that. Take the boat. They, you know, they went on their little... They had Remember the peace situation? The, the peace situation happened before they went to the Grand Line. Remember with the the dragons and all that? The little filler art. Yeah, the filler art. Yeah, and that's why I said, like, if you take that out, then you probably would have been at, like, episode 50 with them going to Logtown. But because there's that little filler arc in there that added, like, four or five episodes, that was like a... I thought that girl was going to have... Millennium Dragon stuff? Yeah, see, but that's when I started... That's after after that. 
That's oh, after after Logtown. After Logtown. After Logtown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's the first, it's Logtown the ends first episode fifty-three. Okay. Yeah, no. A- Apis and the Millennium Dragon is like the first thing they do, either right before or right after they get to Greenland. Yeah, that's uh, and the uh, the uh, dragons one is fifty-four through sixty-one. Yeah. Damn. That was yeah. Okay. Then yeah. So fifty episodes. But yeah, yeah I that, definitely was like, yeah, they can knock out 50 episodes in, in eight. And see, Especially here's the thing, though, right? Do y'all want to go ahead and talk about it as well? Talk about it. Are they going to recast Alvita? Uh, at the end, you saw she was still big, so I don't I don't know. She was still big there, but in Lowtown, she is skinny. Okay. The whole thing is, right, is... She lands on the island with the slippery fruit, eats it, and then and then kind of just happens to end up on Logtown. And then she joins Buggy's crew after being in Impel Down. So it's like... Wait, she went to Impel Down? I don't remember she went to Impel Down. I thought she, like, joined his crew because her crew, like, you know, they were about to go no, and get arrested. No. And she away. All, 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 all of them are in Buggy's crew because, like, his whole crew gets jacked and go to Impel Down. Which is how he ends up forming Cross Kill, which where she's like a full time member. Cross Cross Kill's yeah, you're on, going though. yeah you're 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 going. Yeah, way that's far. what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. But like Cross Kill gets formed because Buggy breaks out of Impel Down and all those people stay with him. I'm well, aware of that. I'm aware of that. But, yeah, I but Cross we're, talking, we're talking about Buggy and his everybody. original crew with a plus one of Alvita. That takes place in. In Logtown. Yeah, in Logtown. She basically went up to him because she wanted to get back at Luffy. And she saw right, that Buggy true. was having trying to get Luffy. So she was like, if I use Buggy and his crew, they can at least... Because yeah. she knew Luffy okay. wasn't yeah. weak. So it, it, in between that, in between her and landing on the island, eating the fruit, and then heading out there. Because Luffy launches her into the stratosphere. Yeah. And that's when she lands on that island and, and eats the fruit. And she and that that's so, so like she didn't have her crew anymore. She was so far away from she didn't do like a buggy and try to find her. She just kept moving. And now that you say that, I hope they really do cast her because now that I'm talking about it, and now that you brought up cross skills, she really does make it like we're where we're at in One Piece now. Like she's still a character and she still she does still have relevance. Yep. Yeah, she's I, like I a would, I would assume officer in 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 Luffy's she crew. Either I mean, not Luffy buggy or or they recast. Her. Either of those because they you you gotta I mean I hate to even say it to it like you gotta like make such a big difference because that was the thing that got us I'll never forget looking we at her, like, like that's, that's the same person yeah it's gotta be <laughs> a new character it's gotta be and it's not you know what I'm saying that's just the only way to get it because she was taller too remember like she got taller and everything True. so like you gotta have a new person that's just the reality of it I love the girl that played it don't get me wrong she did really well she did very she good did really well like I was like I almost hated her you know what I'm saying. Like didn't get too she emotionally made you involved at the with very her least not like her in the first like thirty seconds. Yeah, as soon as she came on the screen, which is she her made job. it to where she helped the Luffy punch not look as bad because you just wanted him to punch her so bad you kind of like forget the subtleness of the CGI for a second. Yeah, I also feel like that little teaser, the punch. That wasn't the best example. That wasn't the best example. Justice. No, that wasn't because honestly, the quality of the CGI in the rest of the episode, and the rest of it exactly because every other fight he did was like I was so excited. It was for smooth Gatling as shit. Gun. When he did Gatling Gun, it was it looked exactly like I and played like 
Yeah, Battle Axe was good too. I'll give Battle Axe. They could have used slippers. I could see why it was easier to use shoes now. Because that was the one thing that I had to like let go and say he's wearing shoes. But like they could have did the, the slides. Just because like I, I don't know. I feel like with the way the scenes went, I thought they didn't want to do the slides because like it would be hard for him to like do the action scene. But like I mean, it would he be. just he just I the shoes would fly off. <laughs> Or at least they would flap. You're right. They couldn't make it. put Or take the shoe to his foot. Like, put some adhesive to where the shoe's basically on his foot. And it, no matter what he do, it's going to be on his foot. Like, I feel like there's a way, but I do get what you're saying. Like, it's like, fuck it, just put some shoes on, then you ain't got to worry about all that. So, you know, that was a subtle little thing. But as you said, everything was clean other than, like, the, the first punch was probably the worst CGI moment. Of all of it. But then, let's be real, you didn't even give a fuck about any of that because you saw Zora cut somebody in half and you were like, okay, so he's just still killing black people. Cool. Um, <laughs> yeah. Oda, know what he did there, boy. Oda was like, well... You know what? You know what's wild? Is uh, the Mr. Seven in the manga doesn't look like that. At all. At all. No, I believe it. And the thing that got me, too, was like, that was an intro. Like, that's why I wanted to bring up introductions. So Zoro's introduction was so amazing that he is truly my favorite. Like, Sanji's my favorite character in the anime, but in the in live action, it's Zoro. Because not only did he, like, get us to understand how serious he is, what's going on, how powerful he is, he also showed us that this is not really a kid's show. Because, like, I knew the rating of the show was going to be P, like, what was it? What is the rating of it? It's like PG-17? It's 13, I believe. But boy, I didn't expect him to just straight, like, cut him, and then, like, they, like, I thought it was going to be, like, one of those things where they skip the scene, don't show it. They showed the body falling off, and Zora just looking back and keep walking. Because in the anime, you don't get to see, like, Zora cuts up everybody, but you don't get to see, like, the damage of the cut unless it's, like, somebody of relevance and even then you only see like a a quick little scene to see someone's body completely cut off and to see zora just keep moving gives you that idea of not only is he a good swordsman he's a clean swordsman he truly don't give a fuck about killing someone and then like it's not gonna brought the top half with him into the bar yep acted yep. like it was nothing nothing like that 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 like we're supposed to be scared of zoro if you watch one piece like when you start one piece you're supposed to be scared of zoro but like you don't be Cause you're kind of like, oh, it's love, but that shit there. Had I, like, okay. I got a text from one of my friends in Chicago that I played 2K with, right? Does not watch anime at all. Father of two. Wouldn't have time to watch it. Uh, like time to start anime anyways. Right. But he watches Netflix with his wife. And so what he did is they started watching the one piece live action together. Right. And he sent a text to the group message. Cause there's like three of us in the group message that watch one piece like we're all, all me and two always others talking are about it all the way caught up uh we're always talking about it over the mic and stuff like that as well and so he tested us and said hey this man zoro is a badass motherfucker <laughs> and we were like yeah <laughs> yeah it's true <laughs> no it's true um but yeah zoro really hell of an introduction hell of a jump in um, how'd y'all feel about Nami when she came in? 
favorite. Because we're talking about we're talking about coming in now. We ain't talking about the yeah. end. We talking about yeah, yeah, yeah. Favorite, favorite, favorite character off rip. I felt he he encapsulated. That's the word I want to use. Nami, like two seconds into being on screen, I was like, "Yep, this this is this is the thief. This is a woman who uses what she what she has to get what she wants." I'm like, "I'm here for it." Uh, I I agree. Literally, like twenty seconds in, I was like, because it took me like five ten minutes to like buy into like, okay, like this is Luffy. Like I like I fully believe this character now, right? Or like. At the very least, like I like I fully believe the like joking side of him. Yeah. And then, but with Nami, I was like, Nah, this is Nami. This fits. <laughs> like uh-huh. off rip of her being on screen. I'm like, okay, yep. They also. Yeah, no, that's real. They did yeah, immaculate casting. Uh, no, for sure. Um, Nami, Nami to me felt like, especially her interactions with. Like Zoro and Luffy throughout like the first two three episodes and, and the whole we're not a crew gimmick until like the buggy fight when I feel like they solidified at, at least to the casual audience of, like not knowing what we know about Nami yeah um pre on part uh it was like okay they're they're a group now like it's solidified they're working together blah 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 and uh, I don't know like it, it was like the subtle like stuff like when, when she make a jab at Luffy or or Zoro. And I'm like, this, this dynamic, this, like this gimmick, her her interactions, like the subtle shit. It's like, okay, you can tell that she at least knows enough about One Piece to know Nami's tics, which is important for stuff like this. So that was really cool to see for sure. That was another thing that I was a big fan of is apparently pretty much at least the main cast is concerned, right? Yeah. Are all One Piece fans. Yeah, I, I follow yes. Emily on her page now, and if you go on her page, she has a post of Nami back in 2019 or 2020, like like three, four years ago, of her just talking about Nami. Like, it was just like a, you know, Instagram post, like, like complimenting Nami and who she is, and ended up getting that cast, like, dream come true type thing. And I was gonna, so this is what I wanted to say, like, when I started One Piece, like everyone used to always say Nami was like the beautiful one, the top one, the 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 one you lust over, all of that. But like I always was like that with Robin. I never got to see the appeal of Nami. Never under really stood it. Even like it took me honestly till maybe whole cake to really understand the essence of Nami for me to be like, okay, I see why everyone stands Nami. Like, truly took me to buy a whole cake. But with the live action, like, she captivates you in that essence really quick. Like, not only is she about her stuff, doing what she got to do to survive, all that, she's still mysterious. She still keeps her seductivity. She's still, like, like all of that. Like, she's quick thinking. Like, she, she's, she, she re- resembles sexiness, is what I want to say. But the thing about it was she was at a young age then, too. So it was like, that wasn't, like, the key thing, but people were standing Nami back then. Like, they were like, this is the most beautiful girl. And it took, like, watching her in this live action, I really got to see that. Like, I got to understand, like, now I see why Sanji was so like, into Nami the moment he saw her. It wasn't just her looks, it's the way she walks, talks. Like, she gave bad bitch energy. Like, she gives it. And, like, watching the live action, you get, I feel like I got it more than in the beginning of the anime. In the beginning of anime, she was just sitting on the ledge with her leg crossed. I was like, 
who are you trying to be? Like, like I feel like she was trying to be something so hard. But of course, if you look at a story, play into it, she was. But in this, it felt so like she she was already plotting to finesse, you know, all these pirates and all this. But you couldn't even feel that from her. You felt like, oh snap, she she might actually like like us. <laughs> and I think that's why I really I think she captivated Nami really well because she could do all of that. Just like you said, the sum the subtle ambiances, like. <clears throat> She would like not be scared to tell Zora and Luffy what to do, even though these guys are like the strongest guys. And the way she would tell them what to do, like she would say something and walk off, and her hair flip, and I'd be like, "Yeah, that's Nami. That's freaking Nami." So I was, I was really excited. I, I offer it. I was like, now I remember saying I was watching with someone. I was like, now I see why people were standing Nami. And you know what all, I'm saying? Yep. Because because I was because I was well. One last thing I was gonna say was you know when they're trying to show you the character that you're supposed to lust over, <laughs> usually they're big chested. Like usually it's like all in your face. Usually it's like ah, this is the one you should lust over. But with Nami, I mean, body wasn't the thing they were pushing. It was just her ambience, and that's why I was saying this girl did the same thing. Like, okay, I'll say this: if Nami in the future, you know, Nami gets a little bigger chest and all that, they don't need to change her. Like, she can be the same girl. If they went all the way to Wano, there was nothing they need to do to change her because she naturally has that sex appeal that pulls in that little crowd they want, but it's not, like, all seductive titties in your face type thing. And that was really cool to see how they found, like, the perfect Nami. Like, this is perfect. We can have sex in this without having to, like, put her in, like, little shorts and putting her chest out and all that. You get what I'm saying? So, Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, for me, see. you were also talking about like little ticks and stuff like that, like banter mm-hmm. back and forth as well. Mm-hmm. Whenever her and Luffy were going through the Marine Base uh, to get the to get the map and stuff like that to the Green Line, mm-hmm. it was them like Luffy casually walking through the hallway, not giving a fuck, and then her like pulling Luffy into like a doorway. So they didn't get seen, her lying on the spot and stuff like that, right? And Luffy all telling the, the truth in that moment. Yep. Like, it played all together. But, like, everything like instantly, like perfect. instantly went into the truth right after her lie. And I was like, yep. They, they, like, I, I'll say this, and I, and I don't want to veer off, but we're, like, this is just like a hypothetical question. If you can't figure it now, you can come back later. But, like, where do you think Oda was like, okay, this is where we need to make some changes? Because I felt like when it came to, and I might be moving a little ahead, but like some of the villains like Kuro and Morgan, I feel like some of them, like Kuro was amazing. I'm not going to say he wasn't, but I feel like Morgan was off a little bit. I feel like Morgan Morgan wasn't supposed to be dominant. What do you mean? He was a false hero anyways. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, in the story of it, yeah. But I was saying, I didn't feel like he played into the essence of what Morgan really was. Like, Morgan was supposed to be, like, a fearful man that had everybody, like... When we, Morgan came on the screen, we were, like, actually worried that first time. Like, oh, my God, this guy might actually beat Luffy. Nah. But then, like, you know, you learn that he's a false prophet just from false hope, just from what he was doing to his, like, people. But, yep. like... I feel like that was like one of those changes he had to do. I feel like, cause I feel like Morgan was um, not fully to the, to the extent of what like he was trying to, I'm just, like I said, I could be wrong, but that was just like, cause I remember knowing like they did some subtle changes they wanted to do 
And I mean, of course, they're not going to be able to change the set. Of course, they're not going to be able to change like a lot of big things. But like, you can redo I don't even like think that was Oda. I think I think that most of that was on Matt. Uh, Matt Owens, shout out, shout out the African American show director. I always always love to see stuff like that. I I mm-hmm. want to say most of like all that stuff was on on Matt. I mean, I'll, obviously Oda had input and suggestions and stuff, but I feel like Matt made stuff that like was easier for TV. Like he made he made Buggy like a TV villain and not yeah, and not like the I mean in the and that was, things yeah. like Morgan and Kuro too. Because he changed, he changed a lot of like the like the villain backstory, which was a but, really interesting choice. Which was weird, that but that's why I said like, especially like since we're all One Piece fans here, you know that Buggy and Luffy's interaction is like, it's like they kind of they're they're yeah. kind of weird, bro. They're like Farley, they're like second, they're like bros twice removed type stuff because they're like, they're like second cousins. Yeah, like that because of just not only their ties to Shanks, just their ties to like. Their the dreams, the straw yeah, hats, their what like they the like Oda, like uh Rogers Legacy, all that stuff. All that um, stuff. Yeah. And they both play into Rogers Legacy. If you think about like, even though Buggy could have been the worst member on the crew, but he still was like that one, like if that's the worst member, that's a pretty tough worst member. So like that's why I was like the their dynamic, you really got to see. Cause like I remember watching their fight and thinking, wow, we're watching two future emperors fight right now. And I feel like we got, even though it was still their beginning, like you know, it's well. I guess what I'm trying to go with it, it is like, okay, they definitely for they 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 gave it for both fans who are new and fans who already been here. If you're all the way caught up in the manga, there's subtle things that he was like, all right, I'm gonna make it subtle like this because they already know this is coming. But then he also gave it to where the fans like, if you don't know nothing, he's like, all right, I got set up like this because they need to know that these two are probably going to have like, these. Are, this is an interaction that's important, if that makes sense. Like having Buggy help them get to Arlong Island, even though it was different from the manga, it gave that feel again of like, okay, Buggy and Luffy are supposed to be tied together somewhere because Buggy and Luffy keep running into each other like it ain't nothing. And it's like you get to catch on to little subtle things like that. Um, but yeah, yeah. I guess when you said it, what you said, like, yeah, I, I think a lot of those changes wasn't probably older. It was probably Matt, because you know what I'm saying he was trying to make it simpler. We said it best. At the same time, like, there's a lot of things that you just can't adapt because, like, it's kind of either gonna cost a lot of money or it just wouldn't make sense to the overall story. That's true, uh-huh. and they all like. Let's also be honest here, right? The first 44 episodes is what was covered, right? Mm-hmm. First 44 episodes is like 840 hours or something like that, right? Whoa, for real? 44 episodes? 20 minutes an episode? 840 hours? Oh, no, my you bad. 840 minutes. My bad. I was doing... <laughs> oh, yeah. I, okay. <laughs> I, was, I mean, that 840 even, minutes. 840 you can just say minutes. some hours? You, you, you must have did the math on this. Like, I was about to say. I was like, no, no. I did. I mean, if you just do 20 minutes without intro and stuff. Oh, like, I get what you're saying. You just did quick math. Times I got you. 44 is 800. Yeah, I got you. I got you. Versus um, like 60 minute episodes times eight. That's eight 480 hours. minutes. Like how many hours is 840? That's like six hours. That's 880 like six, divided by so, 60 is 14 hours. Almost 15. Yeah. And the thing was eight. So yeah, you cut it in half. 
Yeah, you cut it in half. Still good, still, still good bit of content, but you cut it in half to where, like, you're able to get it without, like, the whole one piece is too long is maybe a trope, but yeah, this is yeah, the yeah. trick to it. This is the trick to it. The trick was cutting out, like, the content that, like, you wouldn't feel like you missed if you hadn't already seen the anime. Like, if you hadn't seen the anime, you wouldn't have noticed. Yeah. I mean, the Bear Tea, like, that's why I brought the Bear Tea up again, because, like, that was definitely something, like, if you didn't know anything about One Piece, that probably was, like, a, that could be someone's favorite scene, was seeing, like, a, a villain that Luffy couldn't beat up on the first time. Like, Luffy, I already beat up Morgan Court and Kuro. Um, that's why I do wish there was a, a Don Creed fight, because then it would have really solidified, like, Luffy is a strong pirate, and Arlong called his bluff. Like that's the I, only, but I you, do you know like the change of like giving uh Mihawk a, a purpose to be there rather than him just randomly <laughs> selling up. <laughs> I did, okay, I did. I feel like we I did skip something I wanted to say because like this was one thing that was annoying me during the whole thing. Well, first let's say this. What was y'all first impression on Garp? Y'all feel like well, what? What y'all feel about? He was Garp? a good like, Garp. Good Garp. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I yeah. Thank you. He was I. He was I. I like and I, I, I Garp being introduced as early is stupid to me. Anyway. And then not only being introduced, being a part of the whole plot. Yeah, the whole yeah, like he was I, a I, I, I felt that was out of pocket. Like we literally don't know who the hell Garp is until Marine first. Like and for we, real, and, real, we, and yeah. we don't know the connection we, well, for real. We, well, no, 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 no. no. Water, water seven. Garp, we we did water meet seven. Garp when he took when he took. No, not even just water seven. We met Garp when he did take Kobe and Hamepo. We, we did okay. meet him. We, we didn't know we, anything about him. Don't don't do that. Like we we didn't know like he was aces. Like yeah, all of that. Granddad. No, we didn't know Dragon was his son. We didn't know Luffy. Well, we still don't know about Dragon or Ace. Yeah, we do. In terms of not in the no, not in, no, not no, in the live, not live action. action. They didn't talk well, about. Well, yeah, but, but I'm, I'm I'm saying I'm saying introducing Garp here doesn't make sense because of how late into the anime he's in. We we see Garp roll. It almost we, we seems Monkey D Garp roll up, and we can make assumptions. It almost seemed forced. Like they were like, right. okay, it's we we want them to know who Garp is. Like, but it also speaks to maybe Garp because okay, as you know, recently in the manga. Garp has been a big playing role in the whole Kobe saving thing. Maybe Garp is Garp's still bitch made me. Maybe he's deeper to the the story than we think. If Garp dies, I'm just thinking. I'm gonna keep it a buck. I don't care. I know you don't, but what if it? What if that's like another thing? Like, okay, we saw what H did to Luffy. What if that's like? But 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 here's why I don't care about Garp dying because he's bitch made. Because you watch your grandson, a child you raised, die and didn't do shit. But then Kobe gets kidnapped, and you're like, oh, oh, oh I got to make a big deal about this. I got to roll oh, up on this. Oh, uh, Fuck that. Hey, you, you called out something that they're going to call out when this shit get animated. You're not right. I ain't even think of it. I've never thought of that, Josh. You really wild. That, that was the first That's... thing I thought of. You Because you were wow. like, oh, my God, they got Kobe. I know. I was like, first of all, I feel like I feel like there's two big differences in that, and you already named one of them, right? And that's Ace and then Kobe, right? Mm -hmm. The other big difference is that the Marines were in control of Ace, whereas 
an emperor is in control of Kobe. They also told Garp not to do anything, just like they did when Ace was getting executed, but he still got his ass up. Bitch, man. One playing in pick. Who was, who was really stopping Garp if he wanted to move? Nobody. Nobody. Right. <laughs> Nobody. Nobody. And, and Goku, and Goku I, was not and I can stopping say Garp that if he really wanted to Especially move. after watching him actually fight now, like, in the manga. Nobody could really stop Garp if he's serious. Nobody was fucking with, bro. If he's serious. And, and, I, I, and you got to remember, that's a two and a half year younger Garp. Yep. Nah, bro. This man. Uh, well, I, okay, so then I'm guessing when Luffy and Garp fought at the end, you really were like, what the fuck is this? This is this was so stupid because one, we know Garp is a whole threat. He, <laughs> like he should be able to easily, he should be able to easily knock the shit out of breath. At, at that point, hell yeah. Especially then. Like, it, it shouldn't have been... Like, I, I did like how they tried to throw the hockey in. I will say the little subtle hockeyness was cool. Um, because of, I remember... Of what? A, fr- a hockey. Like, okay, you remember... Oh, you know oh they, of Garp's hockey? Yeah, because he used oh, hockey okay, to, yeah, like... Yeah, yeah. yeah, it was That's like literally a literally the only way he can hurt Luffy. Luffy yeah. is literally immune to blood force trauma. Yeah, no, for real. And he, but he would, there was a subtle moment before the fight where it like, or before he hits where it would slow down a second or you do a scene of him. And I, I did appreciate that because that does help people see, like, you didn't want Garp just looking like an OP character because, I mean, just Garp alone is not OP. What makes him OP is his hockey. I mean, I hate to say it like that, but that's what he's known for is like, he's a hockey user, a top hockey user. So, like, every time he subtly, would get that scene, I was like, okay, even though this scene is stupid, it made sense. Like, I'm, he, he, we might see hockey in the next couple seasons. That's just the best way to say it. Like, I mean, like, early examples of it. Like, people who are doing stuff that Luffy doesn't understand. Like, I, but, I, I, but the only reason I also didn't like it is because now it takes away from Skypiea art. Like, when we saw Mantra and all that, like, that was our first real examples of hockey to me. So... They just kind of, like, moved along. Like, I feel like at the same time, though, like you said, when they made this, you got to kind of think, like, okay, this might be it. So what all do we want to throw in that we want people to see about One Piece? And, I mean, you got to see that there's a combative way to fight against Devil Fruit users. But Garp being the main plot did rub me the wrong way because, like, I was like, there's so many other Marine officer captains that could have been, like, we need to capture Straw Hat Luffy. The fact that it had to be Garp just okay. seen for it. Yeah. yeah, at that point, you might as well throw Zephyr in there. For yeah, on life, though, for real, just for fun. Like, if you want to just do that. But, yeah, man, like, there's so many more officers. Like, the dude, um, like, what was the dude that was at the Barrett Like, even put him in. <laughs> yeah, he was a joke, but that's the purpose of all of this. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, well, yeah full body. I yeah, will say so. there was one character that I wanted to see that didn't get introduced, and that was uh, Kokoyashi Village's local sea monster, the cow. It did. Oh, Kokoyashi's? Wait, Kokoyashi's local sea monster? Yeah. Oh, yeah. the cow. The cow. Oh, oh, well, that whole scene died because Nami didn't steal the ship, and that exactly. also bothered me. Yep. I was like, Nami should be leaving with the ship, too. Like, okay, beat up Luffy and take the ship. Taking the ship but then at the same time, they didn't have Zoro's bounty friends, so it wouldn't have been like yeah, yeah, they it wouldn't have worked either. out. Yeah, but then, but then I'm also upset about that because that was a whole dynamic they could have played off of. Because when the Arlon fight started 
and Zoro, like Zoro didn't really get you you didn't really I don't think we got to really see like Zoro can fight with any sword. Like he had all three of his swords in that moment. But his swords, no, no, no. He had got where did he get the last two swords from? I'm having a brain fart. Because you remember his swords got broke by Mihawk. And then yeah, when he went to fight Arlong, he had two swords. He bought them in lockdown. No, no, no. That was after. I know, no. I'm talking about. Well, I'm talking about no, didn't he take them off in, of somebody? In the anime, he, in, in the anime and stuff, he got them from Johnny. He took Johnny and Yosaku's swords. Yeah, and, and then he used after them. that, I want to say he snatched two from like one of the fishmen. I think he snatched two from the the squid guy. Yeah, and and then obviously he Which got the lockdown. Which I missed that fight and, as well. And, and, yeah, because that fight wasn't the live yeah, action. Yeah, but I feel like it would have been hard to do an octopus in live action. Like I, I, I get, I gave that one. I, 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 I disagree. I, you wanna know why I disagree? Give me, give me a show. Give me a movie or something where you saw. I should care, man. I knew you were gonna say it too, man. I swear I did. I swear I did. I was like, he gonna bring up Fast Caribbean, but even then, he dang, he did. Right, his face tentacles were moving, bro. Come on. I'll say Hachi is a big important character to One Piece enough to where like that's the reason why Luffy punched the Admiral because he was trying to save Hachi, which led to other shit, which led to other shit. So no, like, it's I, not, and it's not even crazy because Hachi just had extra arms, right? It wouldn't have been hard. Yeah, yeah, I see what you're saying, but I feel like that was that that would have probably took more budget. Like as you saw, they stayed away from Gatling gun quite a bit. They stayed. They made sure to stay within the CGI limits because the only CGI they needed was for a couple people. Buggy probably got the most out of anybody. Netflix had put literally a billion dollars into having friends on the thing until they were like, "Yo, we don't need more money." They could have put plenty of money into into this. Oh yeah, they really but you know, how, you know how Netflix is nowadays. They also but, didn't know how it was going to perform. And it was number one in eighty in eighty three plus countries for three weeks straight. No, nope. I mean it's still top five. I would say it's still top ten. Yeah. yeah, so that means people can't watch. I'm glad we didn't do the Cowboy Bebop effect. Like people kept watching it. I plan on watching it again in in, in sub because it's gonna be when weird. When you watch it in you, sub, wait. let me know. Yeah, it's you watched it in dub. Yeah, I mean that's how it's supposed to be watched. Like it, it was made. For, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't watch it. Oh wow! So you wouldn't. No, so how no, was no. it? Dub is the Japanese version in this case. No, yeah, 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 yeah. Sub is the English version in in, in this case. This is weird. This is weird, but you're right. No, you're completely right though. Because you had it flipped. Because I knew what you meant. Because you were saying that you watched the English version, but you wanted no. to watch the Japanese. You're right version. though, but you're completely right. It is this. This is the sub, and that would be the dub. So yeah, I'm watching in dub. My favorite thing do be going on IG, and every time they talk about Netflix One Piece, the the video be in English, but it has Japanese subtitles. And I'm like, okay, so this was for us, but of course they're gonna love it more because it's One Piece because it's from them. Yep. And that that's kind of cool in it, you know what I'm saying? It's like that that's cool because like a lot of live actions, except you Bro. know some of the crappier ones, they like depict it for, you know, for for Japan. Like it's for Japan. But this did feel like it was for us in America. Like, it felt like it was for English-speaking people. And it was like everything was decided through English-speaking decisions. Um, how do we feel about Shanks and all the amazingly great-looking black people on this crew? 
first impressions. Love that. I don't. I don't like Shane. <laughs> what about the crew? I hated Beckham. Shane's Beckham look. looked like ugly. Beckham Shane's looked ugly. like he would get beat up by a high schooler. <laughs> like, I'm going to keep it a buck. Uh, Nick with Molly Wob Shane. You said who? Nick. Nick? Dark skin, Nick. Oh, dang. <laughs> Nick would destroy. Bro, yeah, me fuck, bro. Said, that man was talking about, I can still take you on. Nick will look Until at him and put his foot in <laughs> Even then, even then, Nick probably, if Nick got to just give Nick a little, little trainer. Nick, I, the guy he's talking to, Josh talking about, I, I agree with you full wholeheartedly. Nick would destroy it. If, if we, it's like Kaido versus Luffy. You know, they both had Conqueror Hockey. Give Nick the Conqueror Hockey, it's over with. <laughs> it's James looked like a, a, a rugged muscle. He looked like a he was not supposed to be an emperor of the sea. You know what I'm saying? No. Like, he don't look I, like he's supposed I, to I be hope, emperor of the I sea. hope, bro, put on hella muscle in between season one and two. Boy, because, I Throw mean, Shanks like ain't beard. stupid big in the show. But he definitely ain't small looking. <laughs> bro, like I'm, I'm gonna need to see like some band. I ain't, I ain't say, saying bro, I got to look like Brock Lesnar, but he got he got to at least get John Cena type muscles before this. Well, I ain't gonna say that's too big. I'll say like yeah, that's he didn't. Because right, well, he anime isn't a big yeah. guy. Yeah, well, you got you got to well, give me Ray Jordan. Think about how he looked in red. That's how I'd want him to look like you, a yeah, little husky. Okay, but that you got to at least give me Randy Orton. I mean, it would be nice to have muscles. I mean, but like, I mean, the essence of him is look, more look, his speed. Either bro bulk up or you recast him. This, this, this is it. It's the only <laughs> option you got as far as I'm concerned. He said, so, if I'm choosing this guy as my shank, I need to be bigger. He needs I, to go I, to. I, you know what's bruh, crazy? That bruh. is fair. Because you're supposed, you're like, as a guy that goes to the gym all the time and everything, you're like, I shouldn't feel like I can beat up shank. Like no, I, I don't. I don't. I don't feel like I can run the ones with Sean. I, Taz. I love Taz. First and foremost, we'll get we'll get to Sanji in a minute. But I I love Taz Skyler. I don't look. I don't. I don't feel like I could walk up to Sanji and beat his ass. I don't feel like I could walk up to Zoro and beat his ass. I don't feel like I could walk up to Luffy and just mollywop his shit. I, I definitely could steal on his ass, but I would lose the fight. I couldn't steal on Sanji or Zoro in my opinion. But Shank. I'm fucking bro. I'm a blank in the beard. Yeah, no, nah, that and, was that was. I, I can't have like somebody who's such a pivotal, like plot point. Even though we barely see his ass in the manga, be like looking like a, a high school football hey, player could rough him up. That's crazy. I'll say this: your sop looks scarier than Shanks because you saw he shot that bullet into the wall and it bounced off, and then it just he shot that, it off the that, pole. Off the pole, that's what it was, and then was bounced off and pole. hit someone. That was beautiful. That was a great idea of you saw. I didn't right. really like how they L- did. Lucky Rue looked dope. Like I, I, I yeah, Lucky Rue was cool. I, I didn't like yeah, how he was I, beating I really, up someone with the with the thing. I wish yeah, he started I, shooting or something. Like I, lo- the I up love that with... crew is a bunch of people of color. I think that's dope as fuck. And then and then Ben Beckham didn't really look very intimidating either, to be honest with you. So. I completely agree. He looked more intimidating than Jay. Yesop, Yesop was the most intimidating to me because he looked like he he would shoot you and 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 go to the and smoke like he just could shoot you anywhere doing anything. Like I, I was just gonna think of a normal task. Like that's what Yesop gave me. I was like, okay. And I watched that Yesop 
scene with a friend over and he went crazy. Like he he hasn't he was starting One Piece and he hadn't even seen Usopp yet. He was like, "Who the f- is this?" So like I like Usopp that he gave he gave the energy more than Shanks did, and that's where I was like, "That's the problem." Even though that was their highlight moment, Shanks supposed to still feel like, "Yeah, that's my crew." So oh, yeah. if all if all the fan theories are true, and that's Croc, Crocodile look better than Shanks did. Yeah, I said that. I said that too. Yeah, Crocodile look way more intimidating. If that's who they got, Crocwear. way more intimidating. They the got the this- woman that's at the execution that most people are thinking is Crocodile because Ivanka has hinted mm, that Crocodile lost the That's right. Here, that's right. And they that's got right. into a dude. Yeah. Okay, I follow. I follow. Yeah. Um, Usopp. How how are we feeling about Black live action Usopp? Uh, honestly, I have nothing bad to say, especially after hearing his story as an actor. He said he'd been through the reins as the actor. You know, we, you know, you can't get jobs or anything, and this was like his first real major job. And I think when you're playing a character who's as extra as Usopp, it's kind of like hard to do a thin line of being extra as fuck but not being too extra. And he did that shit. I was very impressed. And he's like, so I, young. And still, he can be. He can. He's twenty. He's got he, it. Yeah, I want to say he's one of the younger ones in the cast. Well, yep. So, uh. Usopp's, uh, the guy that plays Usopp, Jacob Romero, is 27, right? Mm-hmm. Taz Schuyler, who plays Sanji, is also 27. Uh, Emily started. He's been that. in other live action anime too before, so this wasn't his first yeah. one. Yeah, Taz I and Zoro have done So stuff. I guess for that, what I was saying was for Jacob, for this is first like big gear. Well, this is also like, Inaki's first big gear because he's 19. Okay, that is, true. that is true. Damn, he is actually like, if you could cast anybody as close to Luffy's age as possible, they did it. They did it. He's seventeen at the start of the anime. I mean, two years off. Yeah, but like he, because because it's it's gonna fit when he's twenty one. He, he can still play for nineteen. God damn! Stop. Stop. Can we can continue the conversation? Let's go back to the conversation. One piece started in ninety nine. Nah, let's go back to the conversation. He, he literally, <laughs> bro. They was in fucking. They was about to be in Water Seven when he was born. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Luffy been been already put a name out there when he was born. That's that's funny when you say it like I, that. I feel like manga wise, he was in Marine Corps. I, I, I feel like that's Cap. Oh, you saying the timing? I feel like that's. Kind of I feel like I'm off a little bit too. I, I feel ain't gonna like lie. it's but like I was just making a point. End of Scott I was P. Just I think. A point. I was really trying to be like, dang, like he didn't even know. He, like, like, there's no way he knew it. I knew what One Piece before. was when I in 2000. In two, when I was six years old, I knew what One Piece was. Did I watch it? No, but I knew what it was. You know what I'm saying? About, and that's what I'm saying. About forty-five to fifty episodes a year, give or take, right? Depending on things, that, different things that happen throughout the year, right? Well, hang on. Cap is two thousand eight. That might not be true. I tell you. Well, you can actually pay attention to what it is. Hang on. And I just and I just remember this because of the conversation we had in the last episode. Well, I was saying like born little kid, uh, like uh, yeah. Well, okay, so peep, right? November 29th, two thousand is Usopp versus Daddy, so that's Logtown. 
Brett, Brett might not be tripping. Yeah, no, I, I, I was saying just in the essence of like. Well, well, no, I mean, you, you definitely age. overshot it a bit. So I, I say they might have been in Alabaster. Okay, so they were starting in Alabaster when he was born, definitely. Because that's a that's a hell of a gap. Yeah. Okay. Alabaster manga wise was two thousand and two thousand and two, and the anime was two thousand one to two thousand two. Okay. So. Brett, Brett was cooking in the oven. While Luffy was whooping ass over in the gray line. At least at least in Whiskey Peak. Jaya. <laughs> Jaya in okay, oh yeah, okay. Japanese sub, right? Jaya would be around bros. Yeah, so you close? Two thousand three? Yeah. Okay. You 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 would be real close. Yeah, Sky Pia is two thousand three, two thousand four. I, I was I was looking at what you call it. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I was right. No, no, but I was what I was going with was the essence of just like that. You know, like that's really going off Jacob. Stuff. Yeah, that's really young. And like I said, Jacob said he's never had a gig like this because like I feel like I feel like Netflix didn't even realize the big the gig of a gig they got. I'm pretty sure there was a lot of people who did understand, but there's of course a lot of people who don't understand the essence of what One Piece could do and all that. So like to know that you just got a gig to be the first last and on a One Piece, like there's some people who looked at it and was like, oh my God, it's gonna change your career. And some people looked at it like, oh okay, good gig. You know what I'm saying? And oh, that's sure. that that's why I was like for, for Jacob to take that role and do it like he did, like his fight versus the Fishman, the only thing I didn't like was the fact that he didn't talk to himself. Like, they had to cut for time, maybe, whatever. But my favorite scene when Usopp fought the Fishman is when he leaves, the Fishman starts walking away. He got away with the crime of, like, the, the ketchup and all that. And he says, nah, I want to be a real brave warrior. See, the difference in this was he just got up after it and said, hey, and he turned around and shot him. It was really cooler, but like we were talking about death and development the other day, that was a development moment for Usopp. Yeah, no. You know what I'm saying? Big, big development moment. And that's why, like, I mean, it still is. You can't say it still is, because, I mean, he defeated a fishman, and he just Usopp. But it's the essence of, like, talk, that, that quick talk to yourself to be like, nah, I'm, instead of getting away with the, him walking back and going to help Arlong, he stopped him, he chose to stop him, and he was able to do it. Yeah. And uh, that that so other than that, I loved every scene he was in. The kiss, that was such a that was all for Seth. They put that kiss and they were like, you know what? We need to do something for oh, no, they, they kiss. They kiss they, in the uh, No, they don't. There's oh, no kiss in no, the anime. They don't they don't kiss in the anime. Huh? They don't. Man. That was such a big uproar about that. There's never been a kiss between Jai between um um what's her name? Dang, I lost it. Kaya. Almost Kaya. Kaya. Yeah, Kaya. And and Usa. There was no kiss between them. You know, and in, in, in One Piece, there's no real romance for real. So, like, when you put romance in it, that's like, wait, what? Like yeah, I don't know who, who Makino baby daddy is. Who, who? The Makino, the, the, the bar lady from... Um, oh, oh, okay. All right, I see you talking about. Uh, yeah, the one who helped raise uh, Ace, Saba, and Lizzie. Yeah. yeah, no, I know you're talking about, like, and, and... Oh, well, speaking on that, before we go into Sanji, one of the greatest straw hats, how do we feel about the kid versions, the little flashbacks? I feel like I feel like they bad. Had, the only yeah. one that like I 
threw me off was Nami because Nami was really found as a baby. And you remember, and this is why I bring up that gear five. You have a childhood, big dog. But listen, this is the thing. This is the thing. You know how I was bringing up earlier, like I was saying, we realized a big part of One Piece, a big part of Oda's trying to represent and show One Piece is the laughter part and the, and the overcoming things through laughter and all that. When Nami was found, I remember, I'll never forget, Bellamere said one of the things that made her like say, okay, I'm taking these babies as mine, is that Nami was just laughing the whole time she was found as a baby. And that's right, why I but, like, I mean, it's it's not like we can't see that in the future, you know? I, I feel like seeing just random, because this, this first season was about just setting stuff up. It wasn't like, oh, we shouldn't take, you know, you know how sometimes, like, for live-action shows or, or, like, TV shows, like, especially, like, with ensemble casts, they'll do, like, an episode per person, and that episode will be solely oh dedicated to that oh person. Oh, my God, I'm so happy they I didn't, didn't I didn't want them to do that. So they definitely it. had they definitely had the opportunity to do so, but they didn't. Like episode one could have just been just Luffy and Kobe stuff, and then getting the Zoro. Episode episode two could have been all Zoro dealing with Morgan. Episode three could have been like the introduction, like towards the end of episode two, introduction to Nami dealing with Nami, uh, and then well, episode two and three respectively would have to be Nami Zoro, and then well, no, because they could have done the buggy stuff. Like the right way, so that could have been like the Nami introduction and stuff like that. Episode four could have been all Usopp and Koro shit. So five could have been Sanji and all variety. Episode six could have been all right, Fishman. Episode seven could have been all right, wrap up the Fishman. Episode eight could have been all right, cool. Here's all five of them. Now we're in Logtown. End of the show. They didn't do that. No, they didn't. They did. And I'm kind of glad they didn't. But uh, it's it's very it was very interesting watching all this stuff and and seeing where they they hadn't like especially like with the buggy stuff and completely changing his character and make him seem more terrifying like to fit a more general audience like because I, I feel like buggy being like OG might not have translated well to people who've never seen the show before. But then again, like a lot of fans were like, "Yo, what the fuck is this?" And so I mean, it's weird. Like, it fit. I think it fit in essence because buggy like. He's a laughable character. He's someone you're not supposed to take serious. But the first time we met him, we did, like, it was supposed to be like, oh, snap, who is this? He was definitely a gag character. And my major issue, before we talk about uh, Taz and Sanji, uh, was the fact that Arlong and Buggy had no relationship whatsoever. None. (laughs) None. Never even met, never had a tie, nothing. nothing. And then, and then we see uh, fucking what is it, Kurobi, uh, show up, and he's like, "Hey, fam, Arlong looking for you. He got some words." I'm like, "What you mean, Arlong looking for you? What you mean, Arlong looking, looking for me? When did he know I existed? Exactly. That was such yeah. A- and, and, well, they and probably knew like, each other yeah. existed because they were like one and two and he's yeah, yeah, but 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 they still didn't showed... have any interactions with each other. Yeah, in no, Brett Br- showed up like like or Arlong was running the shit. You know, yeah, he was like, yeah, or hey, or yo, Arlong need to talk to you, and Buggy was like. Arlon can come see me himself. I was like, first of all, why he come to see you? Exactly. I don't know each other like that. But that's neither here nor there. But it, um, it did. It, but it helped set up. They needed a way to get Luffy and them to Kokoyashi Village. 
Instead of having... Uh, you mean like Nami like, stealing the Holly, ship? You remember Usopp said, he was like, I see them, I still see the ship. You remember that's how he was able to follow a little bit. Because they at least headed in the direction, and then they got lost, <laughs> and then that's when the cow got involved and all that. I just like, man... It's, so they it's basically weird. found a cop-out way to say, hey, this is a way for them to get to Koyashi Village without uh, uh, getting also, a giant... Also, Nami stealing the ship was like a very pivotal plot point in her character. It made us appreciate Mary. I want to say that too. We was like, oh shit, we, we, we actually do need our ship. That was just a whole thing. Cause it in was so my much opinion, bad. in my opinion, it she should have just left on the the ship that she was going to pay a voyage for. And then we called it at that if we wanted to find a different way for her to leave and stuff like that. And for that, them uh, that that's I feel that's one change I feel like I can't can't budge on because I, I that that whole like yeah. all right cool we got Sanji they, ready to leave where's the ship he, he told Usopp and Zoro to go ahead and dip and then you remember Zoro was already there and he cut up some fish man like it was supposed it was a bunch of chaos like it's I didn't whole, say it, it's like it's like that that changes so much stuff because I feel like them being like all right cool regardless of how you've done us dirty you still family we got your back. And, and, I, and I feel like losing that moment changes a lot of stuff. Like I, also the whole build up with like the Marines rolling up on um Syrup Village for Usopp and stuff. And he's like, "Oh, my friends are in danger, and nobody believes me." That shit was, I like again. I I get live out of pain. It, it, it's not me knocking this as negative because I know a lot of people say Josh doesn't like anything. That's not true. <laughs> I I, re- I really did enjoy this. It's just, it, it was really weird watching because I've, I've watched it twice now. Why, watching it the first time, it was, it was really weird not seeing not only the stuff I'm used to backstory wise, but the stuff I expected. And it, 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 it wasn't a bad you know, turn of fate. Like, because again, I, like, I, I'm, a, I'm a Bebop stand. And watching that and seeing all the stuff they changed, I was like, oh, here we go. And it's. it's it's only so much creative freedom before you're just like, okay, this is this is just different. It's not, not it's not a bad difference, but this is different. And and they took a lot of creative freedom with this show. Not not and, and I felt like it worked because you know it's it's number one in A three country for a reason, mm-hmm. especially among people who aren't even like One Piece fans. And it's also I, important it's, to remember that Oda signed off on everything. Yeah, so it's, I'm I'm sure Brett had his reasons too, but it it, it was definitely weird. Just seeing how different, because I felt like East Blue had to happen, or should I say, Romance Dawn in particular had to happen the way it happened, like to set stuff up. Like even the Morgan stuff, like Morgan being such like a big enough threat for all three of them to have to fight right at the same time when Luffy one shotted this man in the manga is crazy. Exactly, yeah. exactly. That was something I wanted to say. Like, but the one thing I will say when I saw that and I like and rewatched it. I was like, okay, because I rewatched the clip online. And I was like, okay, it did seem more like they were doing it for fun. Like, you know what I'm saying? They were like, hey, let's all just whoop his ass together. Because throwing Nami in there gave some more badassness to Nami. Because, like, one thing, that was one thing I didn't like about Nami in the anime in the beginning. I'm telling you, I didn't really take Nami serious to the whole cake. Even when, like, she had serious moments, but, like, fully serious, like, all the time, whole cake. But here, you got to see, like, oh, snap, Nami will. She, like, you think she'll fight. Like, she's not the scary Nami that she is on the show. On the show, Nami's her, gone. Her and Usopp being cowards is, is like, is a, the part a of the really thing. Like, that's why they're best friends. 
Yep. Like, she was so hurt when Ustop left more than a lot of people because she realized, like, dang, like, it's something different about having someone who also understands, like, y'all are monsters. Yeah, like, being the weak one, yeah. Yeah. So, like, to, I, to I know what it is to not be strong. Like, Usopp understand. I mean, all of them definitely understand that, but th- those two and Chopper specifically like, really yeah. get what it means, like, to be a liability and, and to have to overcome that, and which is such a pivotal it. part of their growth during the two year time skip. But, I mean, it is what it is. I, no, we'll, 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 we'll see if they even make it to Marineford, let alone the two-year time skip in the live action, like, for this to be relevant enough conversation. No, for real. No, um, that's fair. But it's, it's, it's a good show, though. Don't get me wrong. I, like, I, I might say all this stuff, like, on the pod right now, but, like, it, it definitely was a dope show. Um, let, Let's focus on Taz for a little bit, because I'm yeah, not was... trying to be up till 1 o'clock tonight. I'm just, I'm just keeping a buck. Um, I agree. Taz to me is the is the second most in tune with his character, but he's the most in tune character when it comes to like embodying that fighting style. Like to me, to me, the moment Brett picked his leg up, I was like, okay, yeah, this is this is Sanji, uh, like with his uh. I forgot black leg, yeah, black leg martial arts style, or whatever, or whatever, because there's red leg Zeph and then black legs on, like it, because yep. you know a chef's not supposed to use his hand. Yep. That to me, I was like, okay, I get all this. This makes sense. Cool. Like, cause um, I, I felt like Sanji just, especially because he fights in a suit, was probably the most well-rounded actor going into stuff. And don't get me wrong, Zoro, Zoro, kill, killing again. For sure, but I just I I really appreciated Taz as a character. Taz didn't have to do much when you really think about it too, though. Like Zoro had to start from day episode one all the way. Like Taz, I mean, as far as this season, didn't have to do much. Like I think we didn't get enough of Taz. If you want to be honest with you, he didn't have to say much when he joined the crew. It was just like, hey, y'all need a chef. Like it was just a yeah, lot he of subtle episode five. Like he didn't, he didn't have to really. I mean, a lot. He, I'll say this: he had to do more actiony action than just kind of like basic in the room. Again, I, I feel like that's a, you can attribute that to like all the live action changes they made, trying to fit stuff in, is like to prove they could get a season two, because the Barati was like a solid ten episode. Dang, yeah, you're right. It was, it was a lot going on. You know, we was there. Not for only a minute. did you have the Zoro Mihawk fight. You got introduced to Johnny Yosaka because they had scurvy and shit. You had Luffy just working off the deck. You had the Don Creek. You also had stuff. that uh that Marine as well. You had full body show up and like act like a dickhead, which means he got his ass beat for free. Um and and then and then you had again Nami stealing the ship because she saw the Arlong bounty poster and, and she felt she did what she had to do while also trying to protect the friends she had just made. She was like, all right, they'll be fine. Let me leave now. It was a combination of things, and we don't get to see that because the live action had to make changes and trying to fit everything in to not only you know appeal to a wider audience who doesn't have the time to read a thousand plus chapters or watch a thousand plus episodes, but also like show to like Netflix and, and like the, their producers and like their financial backers that all right, cool. We can turn fifty some episodes into eight, you know, hour and some change 
episodes of live action content and it makes sense and it works without truly, you know, betraying the source material enough where fans are like, this isn't my one piece. Because I'm going to be honest, when I first saw like clip, like the pictures and stuff like that, I was like, uh, not my one piece is going to be trending in like a month. It's going to be crazy. Saw the trailer and I was like, some of this looks good. The CGI looks kind of bad. Not my one piece is going to trend. And it didn't happen. I was, I was pleasantly surprised. Yeah, I wanted this to work too. Because like now, like... you can open the door for other shows. You know what I'm saying? That's yep. really why I wanted it to work. Yep. I think I saw somewhere where you Hawk Show got picked yep. up. Yup, yup, yup. But good. that's weird to me. Like One Piece before you, you. It should have been you, you before One Piece. But hey, I'm just I'm happy for it. I'm excited for that one because. I hope because like it shouldn't you shouldn't fuck up Yu Yu Hakusho. You shouldn't. I thought Cowboy Bebop couldn't be fucked up, and it didn't really get and, fucked up. It's just people didn't they, like it. Uh, they, they it wasn't did. fully fucked up. It was it was definitely a lot of bad parts. I mean, I'm gonna be real, but like, you know what I'm saying? I I don't know. I thought Cowboy Bebop would be a simple show to adapt, but as we see, it wasn't. And we all I did. One Piece I was felt a like hard the casting show to was adapt. the best part of. Cowboy yeah. Bebop. No, it was. Oh, it no. Was. One Piece, yeah, the casting for Bebop was perfect. It, yeah, it's yeah, no, everything no, no. Else. The casting it, it for, for, for Cowboy Bebop was like the one good thing about it, the show. It was, <laughs> like, as, as the Cowboy Bebop fan in, in the group, I, yeah, for sure, cast was phenomenal. I was like, I, I'm, first of all, I, I love, uh, what, Steven? I want to say Steven Cho, right? Yeah, I, I love him. Rose um, no, it but it it was it was everything else about it. I was just like, ah, how dare you? Um, but it's not it's not a Bebop episode, it's a One Piece episode, and uh, I don't I don't know. Like I'm not I'm not mad at it, but again, I yeah, Taz not getting love compared to uh to mocking you, uh was just I think a timing thing it was pacing because again mocking you was in there from like a little bit of episode one to all of episode two and onward, so it was just kind of like. All right. What what else do you expect? It's, it's kind of hard to fuck it up because I mean, Zoro at the end of the day is a swordsman. We've we've seen plenty of swordsmen in live action. Everything like just regular movies, not even live action anime adaptation. It, it's as long as you can teach bro how to how to like fight with a sword and bro's athletic enough to do his own stunts. So it's not a problem. Yep. Zoro's not known for talking. Never has been. Never will be. It's not his. It's not his gimmick. It's not his thing. Bruh bro talks with his hands. Or should I say, you know, swords or whatever. And and that's cool. So, I feel like, honestly, he had the easiest go of it. Like, it's, it's very hard to fuck up the silent swordsman, you know what I mean? I guess. No, you got a point. Or, or, or not, not even silent, but stoic. Yeah, so, uh, mocking you was dope. I, I loved him, but uh, again, I, I feel like Taz probably had the harder go of it, especially like in later stuff when Sanji's literally fucking moonwalking everywhere, and I don't mean the Michael Jackson one. Like, when, when he's using Gepo, I should say, to literally just explode everywhere and, and kick upward is crazy. Like, first of all, the, the body strength for that is a different level. No, you're not wrong. That actually does take a little extra effort. Um, I don't feel like going through each villain individually so we're just gonna ask who was your favorite villain like who did you enjoy the most and why for Probably. me 
I'm gonna say Arlong. Non-returning okay. villains, Kuro. I mean, I mean, I mean but Arlong, it's not like Arlong. Is Arlong back returning? Is he coming back? Yeah, no. That's fair. Yeah, yeah, only, the only villain showing back up consistently is gonna be Buggy, and even then, we only see bro like one more time majorly before there's like, like majorly again, like we have like, a yeah, two-year yeah. gap. Yeah. So, None of these villains are really reoccurring. I mean, unless you want to call the Marines villains in this case, because they're opposite of the protagonist. Nah, I see what you're saying. Um, mine was Arlong mainly because, like, he made you feel like the way he was always like laughing was one, but two, his speech, the speech he gave to the fishermen, it moved me. <laughs> I was like, dang, I, I. I feel you, brother. I was like that and everything. Like, I was, I, I, I mean, especially since we know, I guess, Fishman Island, the idea of everything that happened, it's different now. Like, I, sometimes I do, like, watch the Pluto TV One Piece, and when I see the Arlong arc, I do feel a little different now, especially knowing the Fishman Island history. He but did let's call say Nami, don't... Sister Nami. Yeah, definitely. But, you know, she was part of the crew, be part of his thing. But, like, he never, like... He was such a, uh, even oh, though he was aggressive and like hard, he still was smooth. He was like, you know, yep. like, you know, you do. even with the Marine that came, he literally, the Marine tried to make him pay more. And he, I don't know if this, I forgot, did that even happen in the anime? I, I didn't yes. ever really get yeah. back to it. That yeah, did it happen. Yeah. But the, and, and I really, and but he, I did enjoy how he took it in his own right of kind of being like, you know, I could just do it. And then he just started going into his rent. Like the way he would do speeches was hard. It made me stop doing what I was doing. If I was moving while something was going on or I would try to go to bed, I'd stop what I was doing because Arlon started talking. Like the way he talked was just hard. And then, of course, the little fight he did against Luffy was cool. Like he made it seem like, huh, you could hit me with rubber. That doesn't do nothing to me. So I, I really enjoyed Arlon till the last moment. Because even when they did confront him, he was just like, oh, y'all, like, he kept the cockiness going. But it still was, like, a revolutionary cockiness. Like, he felt, like, I understood now what Jimbe was saying about, like, oh, yeah, Arlong was lost, but he was in his own head about being lost. Like, he didn't have to be lost. Could have been one of Jimbe's best men, but <clears throat> couldn't do it. So that's the feel I got from this. Um, I didn't really like his, like, lackeys. The lackeys got kind of dummy down, but you know, like we said, live action. But other than that, Arlong pretty much did the gist of what we wanted to see. So yeah, that was my favorite. I mean, villain. in terms of the lackeys, though, I mean, you just don't have the time yeah. to like properly air them out. I mean, even Hashi, who is probably the main lackey that continues to be important afterwards, wasn't even in the live action. Yeah, maybe he's not as important to the overall story like I thought he was. Because I did think Hachi was important. Like, a good I mean, guy. Hell, you know, he definitely is. He definitely is. It's, it's just... You know, you know how much shit happens in the anime slash manga because of Hachi? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. I Literally, just, like, having... because of Hachi, right? Like, Luffy punches a... a, a uh, Celestial Dragon. Celestial Dragon. Celestial Dragon. And then also, Nami... Like men's relationships with Hachi and forgives no, him. Nami, oh, yeah. Nami overcoming like her her low key rate, but well appropriate racism is is Hachi. 
<laughs> yeah, I get what you mean. I was like racism, but now I see what you're saying. No, because our our was racist as shit, 100. percent Of course, but we we know why. And 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 Nami, in, in response to that, because Fishman ruined her life, literally. Racist against Fishman. It was very and then they, and then they had a and, and Hachi even was I remember Hachi that. being worried. I just remember Hachi was worried as fuck. He was like, "Wait, the straw had to come and wait. They might beat my." Yeah, he was like, "Nami, more, more." He wasn't worried about the fact Luffy or Zoro or Sanji might beat his ass again. He was worried about seeing Nami, and she and she was like, "It's okay, I forgive you." Yeah, that was, my that, worry that was another pivotal part of her character. My worry like, is that they try to put in one of the other lackeys. That did make the live action into Hachi's. That's exactly what they're going to do. Hey, we're going to pay you again. We're going to pay you again because it just would be easier. Yeah, they're going to probably do it, Seth. But, I mean, you know, that's that's the live action. Hachi wasn't like. Hachi was on the bad guy side, but you could tell that he wasn't necessarily a bad guy. He just did bad things. In the beginning, and then you could see him develop, like over the course of time. Whenever they meet him later on and stuff like that, whenever they go and meet the uh, the uh, flying Amy. fish riders, yeah, and they 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 find Hachi in a cage and stuff like that after they meet Kami and stuff like that, right? And they go to rescue Hachi and ha- uh, without realizing it's Hachi, and. Like all of that's just so important, and I would hate that hate if it's somebody else in there. I would. I mean, well, uh, like again, they have to get that far, but all that all that stuff because of the way season one has been written is automatically out the window because the the development of Nami's hate for the fishman is is essentially different because she doesn't take the action she feels she needs to in the live action. Like stealing the ship and, and lying about this and that, and it's it's weird. And, and we'll have to see how that develops. But I feel like just pivotal stuff is missing from the development of that story arc to go the way it needs to go. But we'll see. I mean, and and Matt, we trust because we don't have a choice. Shout out Matt Owens again. Yep. Um. Yeah, it's it it was it was definitely a a dope eight episodes for sure. I, I ain't mad at it. Like, if you aren't Quite, an anime fan, are you aren't yeah. noticing these things. No, you're not. No. You said question, though? No, I, I was saying, not mad at it. Questions had, for sure. Oh, okay. But, yeah. Y'all didn't but say yeah, who I you have, I have favorite questions villain. about the invisible. Uh, oh, Kuro. Yeah, Kuro I, was I, 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 I don't. I don't disagree with that. He did do his thing. I, I feel th- like I the current de- depiction was, was the best. Very, yeah, it was very well done. Um, what was wild was seeing um, the the cat brothers being cast the way they were cast. Like having the girl be one of them was really interesting to see. It was the girl in the and, and, yeah, and it, yeah, and the fact that they already worked for Kaya was really weird too, because you know in the anime and the manga it's just Mary. And uh, Kuro as as Kalidor or whatever, and his crew was just waiting to show up. Finally, yeah, been waiting all this time mm-hmm. to see him. But yeah, I think they had to have him in there because 
they wasn't gonna do a whole scene with all of the cat pirates and all that again. That would have been that would have made this a ten episode I mean, thing. I, I don't no, I don't think it would have been that hard. You you could have had like a group of ten, fifteen dudes like they did with the Marines at the base when they fought Morgan. It had to be wild. But it I mean it is what it One is. One thing that I do wish that happened I know that it happened kind of a little bit for like thirty seconds. The Usopp Kuro like one v one that wasn't like really a one v one because Usopp could not at all fight Kuro at his current level at but that he time. But he tried. But he tried, and he was on that hillside by the ocean and stuff like that. Like I, I miss, I miss that being in the live action because I felt like that was. In the first like twenty to thirty episodes of the anime, that was one of the most important scenes. Was in that because that 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 scene is what made Luffy want Usopp to be on the crew. Yeah. All right. Um, well, what are you about to say? No, I, I was just, I was just about to say. Uh, again, the live action took it, its own liberties, but I, I feel like it'll work out as, no, as long as. Season two goes the way it needs to go. We'll we'll see because season two has been confirmed. They're talking about it should be available Christmas this time next, a little bit like Christmas yeah, the uh, twenty twenty four. Yeah, the yeah. script's already written, so they just really need to like get the people so get the man. contract. Yeah. And with the strike going on, we'll we'll see what happens with that. Obviously, yeah. um, yeah. um, Ray, yeah. I'm giving it. I said eight point five. And that was like me being unobjective about the details and like putting this in its own world. And honestly, what helped me get to the 8.5, because I think I was going to be like 7.58, was I've talked to people who watched it, just like I said, who don't watch One Piece, barely watch anime, but have seen that and they love it. And that just makes my heart fill with joy. So like that, that extra made me point, so happy point to five, that, yeah. like I'm like, wow, if they like this, wait till they see the anime. <laughs> you get what I'm yeah. saying? Like, even they if just they don't ever like get that. to the anime one day, you know what I'm they, saying? Like maybe they pick up the manga one day instead. Because oh, pick up the manga the one day. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Or even watch season two. So when we watch season two, we can get season three. Like you know how you said, even if it gets there, I feel like I've heard enough people who don't watch anime like this to know like they. I'm not gonna say it's going all the way to Wano, but we at least say we had good three, four seasons, at least three. I do feel like they can get a third. And then at least like I saw that get the, uh, to early water seven maybe like gets if we get at least Scott Pia in that would like because I mean to be honest with you Scott Pia I was need like, to see Sanji smoking a cigarette while charged after him. getting electrocuted yeah I, I I was gonna say that was a key like Scott Pia as much as people sit on it is a key point of One Piece so like at least finish hey, off with, with Scott Pia. I mean, but that always, I mean, it's like I you personally, said. I personally, during my watch here, right, knowing nothing, because I surprisingly, said this before on the podcast, knew very little about One Piece going into One Piece, which was amazing in this day and age. But, like, in the moment, I was like, wow. Like, Skypea, to me, in the moment, felt amazing, because I was like, wow, there's, like, an island on a fucking cloud. Like, this, this changes things. The reason why like, it I always sounded just by that. I I feel you. I feel like the reason why people say it didn't matter because it happened on the Sky Island. Like think of it, East Blue, Alabaster. This happened on an island where no one will ever really know that it happened. Like this, 
this whole Sky Island thing didn't add to Luffy's bounty. No. If the world knew about what he did on Sky Island, whatever his bounty is now would actually have added add a 500 mil to it, or at least a million. Like, that, if they found out he took on a lightning person and won, they would have upped his bounty. But because it never was known, it's like pretty much the way Luffy's life went is that he went from Alabasta, they found out he went to Alabasta, he went to Water 7 after that shit. Like, he literally, like, there's no, there's no in-between. It's like he went from Alabasta to Water 7. No, he went to, from Alabasta to Skypea. No, to Any's Lobby. I'm, I'm going off, like, newspaper-wise. He, he, he's saying oh, he okay, to the government. Okay, okay, okay. saw Alabasta. There's a gap. Any's Lobby, because there was a big gap in it. But yeah, because it was like... Weren't the Marines confused that they were gone for like two or three weeks and they didn't hear any reports about the Straw Hat Pirates? Mm-hmm. And that's when they was on Skype. Yep. And then um, yeah, so as you think about it, because then after Marine Four, I'll say after the time skip, you do see Luffy more in the newspaper. He's like a known thing, but the first half is literally just Alabasta, then in his lobby. And then after that, you don't see him again or hear from him again in the newspaper until Marine Ford or stuff like that. So, I mean, well, Sabayoti, I think Incident did get out, but they did the worst generation. So, like, Luffy was just part of it. It was Marine Ford where it was like Straw Hat Luffy did this. Yeah. So, I think that's why Scott Pia falls where people say it doesn't matter. But, I mean, overall, it was the first, for me, my favorite part of Scott Pia was it showed me I could trust Robin. We still didn't. I still couldn't trust Robin. Like I, Robin was the finest thing in the world, but I couldn't trust him. But after Scott P, I trusted everything in in Robin. Even when Water Seven hit, that's what made it hurt, hurt more in Water Seven because we trusted her after Scott P, and then all this bullshit started happening. I feel like there's a whole scheme with all of that. Um, I'm just gonna throw this out there. You know, probably something to help us like wrap up. Um, is there any celebrities you would like to cast for season two? Well. I'll answer that after Seth and I give our ratings to the show. Um, um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go seven and a half. Like it's, it's a great show, very well done. Acting is great. The visuals are cool. But being being a fan of One Piece, I can't remove myself enough to give it higher than that because I feel like it's missing some stuff that I think would have been able to flesh it out a bit more. So that being said. Seven and a half feels like the right thing to say. And I'm cool with that. No, what about you, Seth? I feel that. For me, it's... I have to give it an eight and a half. I want to give it a nine, but realistically, an eight and a half with everything that we pointed out that we didn't necessarily like or they removed and things like that. And we understand that they have to remove things from it. But removing such a, I don't know, pivotal character like Hachi... Like, if Hachi's in there, it's a nine. Like it is for me, but he's not, so it's an eight point five. Cause Hachi, it, it, he's just so p- pivotal even later on and stuff like that. And but yeah, eight and a half overall. I I I I was very impressed overall with the 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 quality of the CGI overall. I I do feel like the 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 like teasers that they put out for the trailer and stuff like that, the clips that they chose didn't really do the majority of the CGI justice because 
that buggy CGI was pretty good. And majority of Luffy fighting was pretty good. Like, after, like, the first fight, going into the second fight with Luffy, it, it felt more natural. That, like, you saw his skin stretching and things like that. Again, all the actors, like, all of them are young for the... Like, all of them are under 30 except for Emily Rudd, and she's right at 30. I, I think all of them did amazing. And... I, I can't wait for season two. Yeah. Well, the only reason I brought up the celebrity thing for real is because everybody wants um Jamie Lee Curtis to Lee play Curtis Dr. King. You know uh, what I'm saying? And I, mean, uh, I agree. I mean, at this point, she already had like, I don't know. It's like when a celebrity actor, because like a lot of these actors that are in this are not like the top celebrity actors that we see, like Leonardo DiCaprio, some stuff like that. But because now they see there's the hype there, the energy's there. Let's, I say, let's try. Let's put at least one big known celebrity, Jamie Lee Curtis. Let's put her in it, and let's see. Does it help? Did we waste our money by and someone like that? Because you know what I'm saying. Like I think it would help. I think now, on top of people already trying something new, they'll have some kind of like, what am I trying to say? Like somebody like that they know. Like everybody's seen Jamie Lee Curtis in different things, and that's why. Like I think that would be a great thing. I feel like. I'm still working on the Robin. There's a couple people I would feel like Robin. Uh, yeah, I've, I've got like two or three. I've got my ace. Who's your ace? Uh, Zola Maraduena, uh, from Cobra Kai and Blue Beetle. Oh my god. Okay, yeah, I know. I see okay. that. Okay, okay, that ain't bad. No, that actually ain't a bad one at all. Wow. Uh, he he kind of favors uh Luffy. So I can yeah. I can see them being brothers, or like not not that, that they're actual brothers, but you you have to. But the look in it, yeah, they do. Yeah, look that like to be like, uh, because because Dragon kind of favors uh, Roger a bit, and, and you know I I feel like for them to be as close as they are, and, and when we first got introduced to Ace, I thought they were blood brothers because they have enough of a similar look. So I feel like he Zolo. Yeah, it's he, one of those have, things. Yeah. I definitely could see that for sure. I'm yeah, be, no, because I'm gonna be honest, oh, I haven't thought so. about it much. No, that's cool. You just got off of it, so like that's something. Like this is something I've had sitting in me for days, where I'm like, okay. Because someone asked me the other day who I thought should play Robin, and I'm, that's why I said I've still been working on that. I think Robin should be somebody German. I can't think of a German actress off the top of my head, and I'm just in love with for that role. That's a pretty. Can I like you just get the feel for German? Like you're saying they would it would fit them better. Or Oda, Oda, Oda said German, so I, I'm I'm back in Oda. All right, say less. Or it was either that or Russian. I don't remember. Russian definitely fits Robin. I would say Russian before German. I would definitely I say Russian before German. I don't, really don't remember what country he said. Mm-mm. All right. Well, exciting, exciting times. Um, glad that we got that out the way. You hawk shows next. Um, all of us know our friend John was a big U hawk show fan. So, wishing the best for. Okay, yeah, it was Russian. Yeah, I, I want, I want Robin to be Russian. 
Okay. I agree with that. No, like now that you said that, now I can like really go look and really expand my my watch, like of who I would think could play it. Mm. And we would just hope that, you know, we can just keep getting more great live actions from here. Um, yeah, man, you want to wrap it up from here? We can take it in. Yeah, okay. Um, do either of you want to do the mental health up there? We switching up today. Well, let's I mean, I'll check it out. I feel like I feel like I'm gonna let you do it next week. Though I got you. I'm gonna come prepared. I, I'm gonna come prepared. I just have uh, one small thing for the mental health tip, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, just because a door opens doesn't mean you should always take it. Fair enough. That's just been on my mind lately. Like, I, in my personal life, I've had different doors open within the last three years, two years that I've said no to that I just didn't feel like was the right timing. I feel like that's been the best decision that I've made. And just want to put that out there into the world that just because a door opens and doesn't mean you should always take it. Because it might not be the right timing for you in that moment. But when it is the right timing, you'll know. Okay. Um, uh, Mental health tip. Once, once, as always, once and again, uh, mental health is mental wealth. Love yourself. Appreciate yourself. Treat yourself. Uh, This life is so short. And and you need to take care of your mental health. So you can live this life to the best of your abilities, not only for you, but the people in your life who care about you and, and, and care about your success. Um, to the people who don't care about your success, the people who are just there to drag you down, to the people who are in your life just to be negative and constantly, you know, speaking on your name and, 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 and speaking on your name in a negative light and, and, and in doubtful, like, like word, words are powerful, you know, word, words have meaning. And, and you don't need somebody in your life who's constantly down to you saying you can't do this and you can't do that and you'll never be good enough. It's basically, in essence, like putting a curse on you. It's just inviting bad energy. It's inviting bad juju. I, like, and, and nobody needs that in your life. No, nobody needs that, like, just sheer negative, like, energy just dragging you down and that pessimism and all that bullshit. So you got to remove factors from that in your life. And, and on them days when you wake up and life is hard, and you're tired, and you don't want to do nothing, but you know you got to get the fuck up and do it anyway. Man slash woman the fuck up. Life is hard. This shit ass sometimes, for real, for real. Matter of fact, I had a hard-ass day two days ago, but guess what? I got the fuck up. I put my shoes on. After I put my pants on one leg at a time, just like everybody else, I got my shit together, slapped myself in the face, washed my face, brushed my teeth, gargled my mouthwash, and said, you know what? You're going to take today. You're going to look it in the face. You're going to call it a bitch. You're going to slap it on his ass. You're going to walk outside. Because that's life. And I did that shit. And I got my shit done. So sometimes you got to do that. All right? You, sometimes you just, you just got to push through some shit. It's ass. But guess what? Somebody probably has it worse than you do. And they're making that shit work. So use them as inspiration. You know, with that being said, some days are going to be better than others. Some days are going to be a lot of work. As long as you're here, as long as you breathe, as long as you fight, you can look forward to a better tomorrow. And if that better tomorrow ain't the next day, it might be the next day after that. Next day after that. 
for next month. Eventually, that shit gonna get better. When that shit get better, you'll be able to laugh about the bullshit. So, look forward to the laughs. Don't worry about the bullshit now. Oh, Thank you. All right. Yeah. Well, you already know you can follow Josh, the therapist himself, at my underscore own profit. Don't forget you can follow Seth at C3Smooth on all platforms. And you can follow me at What About Zoe on IG. And make sure you go and check out our TikTok at Otaku Collective PC, as well as our Twitter, Otaku Collect Pod. And if you go to our pinned tweet, you'll catch the Discord there that you can join in. And please always remember you can always email us at Otaku Collective PC at gmail.com ideas collaborations partnerships anything we definitely want to work with other people to get the other people stuff out there you want a quick little shout out on the show we can get you there too please hit up one of us at any of these socials or in the gmail especially in the gmail if you're trying to do like more shout outs and try to get your things out there and we will get you known and get you seen and we're trying to do this as a team so Please make sure you check us all out. And Seth, you know what to do. Thank y'all for listening to another episode of the Otaku Collective Podcast. Please be sure to share our podcast to your friends, family, anybody that you think that might love anime or that you know, know that does love anime. Share it with them because we know that they'll love it. Uh, share it with your mom, dad, auntie, whoever as well. Also, please be sure to subscribe on all the platforms that we that we uh post this to that spotify apple music or uh apple Podcasts, rather and uh google Podcasts. uh and we will see y'all next episode peace out you bunch of otakus